Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. How are you all doing out there today? Because I got to tell you, there is a lot of crazy. Someone just sent me a TikTok from Australia, and uh, that poor young woman used the F bomb more times than I probably have used it in my life in a four minute video. <laughs> but she was quite entertaining. She was talking about uh, the jab, of course, and how Australia's apparently moved the goalposts again. So now that you've had the first two, if you don't get the third or the fourth, you're now considered again quote-unquote unvaccinated and I was just laughing the world is a unique place it's something to observe and realize that you're here to just do that to observe and learn and so sometimes we need some inspiration one of my students was just in my office chatting and she recognizes that she's struggling and she recognizes that she's not happy home alone but she's not really happy when she's at work either she's looking for a new job and it's like that is a tough emotional place to be when you are forgetting or not finding or uh, putting effort into finding joy and inspiration in your life, it's not going to just show up automatically. Believe it or not, just like any other law of attraction, sort of, you know, what you put out, you get back. You must make an effort. You must decide. You know, one of the um, high functioning habits uh, points is decision. You must choose. It's I got point two or three in my book. You must choose because everything else comes after that. And in the inspiration book today, speaking of inspiration, the uh, Melody Beattie is talking about what inspires you and how to discover inspiration points, those high places of the spirit from which you can see more, see more clearly, see more beautifully, spend time taking in a grander view of life. See how calming and inspiring it is. See how you return to life with vigor, enthusiasm, and passion. So one of my passions right now is fostering uh, animals that are being taken out of bad situations. And I just had one for five weeks, little Mimo. He was a little Yorkie Chihuahua cross, and he was just a little cutie pie. He glommed right onto me and just, I, he was my shadow. He came out of a hoarding situation out of Tijuana, Mexico of 159 animals of some sort. So he has a little bit of a food issue, probably has spent his life scrapping for it, and clearly wasn't being looked after simply because his teeth all rotted out. And that's, he was too young for that really to have been a problem. I know little dogs, I've, I've never had a little dog. So I had to talk to all my friends that have had them and that sort of thing. And they're like, yeah, bad breath can kind of be an issue for them. So we took uh, her, him in to get his teeth cleaned. And oh my gosh, they pulled all his teeth except for his two eye teeth. The little holes in the, and stuff were not uh, decay. It was his gums had receded and they were all exposed nerve endings. The poor little guy must have hurt to drink water. Anyways, in the end, I just came back from uh, two and a half weeks in our home in Penticton. And for one of those weeks, I had my mom who has quite advanced dementia. And I think I spoke on that last week. So it was kind of a rough time. And they 
kind of wanted the dog to stay in my area so it could get adopted out. Well, then this dental surgery thing happened and it needed 10 days of, of recovery and medications. And I just said, okay, I didn't really want to, but I'll just take him with me. And actually it was great. A uh, little rough walking two dogs. I'm not used to that, keeping eye on, you know, one that doesn't follow commands because it only understands Spanish and my little crazy dog that <laughs> is really good when it's just her and I, but I just realized that distraction is not my friend. I do well with my dog out, sometimes off leash, running beside me on the bike, all these types of things because she's got my focus. But being distracted means that she was getting herself into trouble and wasn't responding because I wasn't focused on her. So anyways, that was just sort of a little learning experience. But in the end, it was wonderful because this little thing just cuddled with my mom watching TV every night. And in the end, because I was up in the interior of British Columbia, it got adopted out up there and I was able to drop it off on my way home. And all great. Very sad very sad knowing that the the new the new mom sent me pictures of how little Mimo was sitting uh, on the arm of the couch for two days waiting for me to come back, staring out the window. I was devastated. So I was just scrolling the other day and uh, there a little dog in a bad situation again came up on the on the feed from Black Dog Rescue. Now Black Dog Rescue is who I foster with and they bring dogs out of Mexico, Tijuana and southern Texas because Kill shelters are still a big thing in the States. They're not here in Canada. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself from last week's podcast, but it's about finding joy. This little guy was had a, a, a string tack, a, not even a leash, around his neck, tied to a chain link fence where his paws couldn't touch the ground, his front paws. So he was basically on his hind legs with his paws up on the fence for hours. It was devastating to watch. And there was a couple of other pictures that were not great. I immediately text the lady at Black Dog and said, do I need to take this dog for you? And she came back immediately. Yes. Now, not coming till June 11th. Right now, he is in a shelter in Southern Texas, which is great. And apparently, he is a happy little guy and he's a dancer. He dances on his hind legs. So, you know what? They they come back so brilliantly. You know, even a dog that's abused will still go to its owner for love and affection. It is it is so sad what these what awful people will do to other people, children, pets. But I really struggle with people that are just are just cruel. It's like if you don't want an animal, don't have one. But don't have it and then think it's your own torture device. It's just it's so gross. Those people can leave my planet. But that's uh, not my call. All like we can do is help and rescue and do what we can. So out of the blue last night, these same people all of a sudden text me and they've had a dog that's had surgery and they gave the dog to foster to a young mom who's got a nine-month-old at home, another child, and no car during the day and did not realize how much therapy this dog needed and how quiet it needed and blah, blah, blah. So they said, Shelly, could you take him for two weeks? Or her, sorry. So my husband's going to pick her up right now. My kids have promised to look after her next weekend, my students, because they just love the dogs. Because we're going camping again, and that camping trip requires healthy dogs. We're going on this a big, long bike ride and stuff. So my husband's like, don't wreck my vacation. But he also went and got the dog for me. He's getting it right now. And he was like, what is with you and these dogs right now? And I says, honey, I don't know. But they bring me a lot of joy when I'm not having a lot of joy right now. 
my pain's been really bad with my body. Um, I'm doing what needs to be done, but I just question sometimes, what is the lesson in all of this? And then I've, you know, just talking to one of my students saying how she's struggling. You know, her husband is still in India. And so they're separated. She's schooling. She's alone. It, that's a tough decision to make. So even though it's pouring rain here, we're having like the worst spring here in my, uh, in my area. It's just, it should be warm and sunny. I should be in my gardens cleaning out. Power washing should be done. No, we can't even get the rest of the yards done because it just won't stop torrential downpouring. It's just so gross here and cold. We're not used to this. I mean, we are used to it because it's how our winters, but we're not used to it in the middle of May. It's like, okay, can we have our, we only get a three or four months of good weather. Can we get on with it now? So I just told the girls, I says, I know it's yucky out, but you've got a good umbrellas. Get yourself out of this house and go downtown. Go have a fancy coffee, take a walk around the seawall. You know, whatever it is you need to do, you need to search it out and do it for your soul. So for me right now, looking after these pets and giving back is feeding my soul. Doesn't mean it's something I'll do forever, but for right now, it is definitely feeding a need and it's filling a void. And it's distracting me from my own issues. Because you know, guys, the best way to get over something is to go help someone else. If you are mired down in your own depression and your own anxiety and whatever, the best way I have found is to go lend a hand with something else. Because then the focus isn't on you. And you get great endorphins from helping other people. So if you have a gift of service or hospitality, um, or you just have a, you know, a personality that just needs to give back, consider how to make that happen. Maybe you can go foster animals and just have one for a time, love all over it, and then send it on its way to a beautiful forever home, or go volunteer, or help with the elderly, or go for a walk in, the, in I'd like to say the sunshine, but we don't have any right now. Smell the roses as the expression goes. You have to if it's not arriving on its own you have to go search it out inspiration points they abound everywhere so we just need you to open up to them to look around because when you seek inspiration it will find you that is sort of how the powers of attraction and the universe laws of the universe work you know we attract what we put out what we focus on what we think about so sometimes you need to quit believing what you're thinking I know that's kind of a tough one for a lot of people, but really, at what point did we think what we thought was real and true? We're raised that way, but what makes that real? That has been a real dichotomy for me and something I've really had to give some serious thought to and credence to and spend some time in the question. If everything we think is real, we're going to live in anxiety our whole life. We're going to be afraid. Whereas if we accept that thoughts are just things and they come and go, we don't have to choose to believe that our thoughts are us. They're just thoughts. They're not necessarily who you have to be as a human being. They are not who you have to become. It is not an image you need to maintain. It is nothing that is based in reality. They are simply thoughts. 
Now, where this kind of came up just recently was uh, the new book I'm uh, listening to, Falling Into Grace. It's lovely, very low-key book. Very, the author, I believe, is the one that is uh, is um, narrating it, and he's got a he's got a very soft spiritual voice. So, for me, if I don't have the volume fairly loud in the car, I my mind can drift actually when I'm listening to him. But I try not to because he's got a great message, and about how we literally bring on so much of our own trauma that we do this to ourselves. And one of the big things he points out is that we are we grow up thinking and being trained that our thoughts are real and that they're truth and they're not. Test after test have shown this. So where, where the uh, example was is they did this huge study where they brought in a group of students and told them a story. And their job was to retell the story as quickly as possible right after hearing it, then again in a day, then again in a week, and again in a month. And even the students telling the story immediately afterwards got it wrong. (laughs) So you know the old joke about the game where you all stand in a circle, there's a dozen of you, and one person whispers into the next person's ear, and then when it gets to the very end and the last person whispers in their ear, that what they whispered out and what they had whispered to them almost never, like it's something like 90% of the time, It's never the same thing. So if we can accept that and think that game is kind of funny and it's like, oh my gosh, that's weird. How about we own that and say, well, if that's the case, just playing a game, what if that's the case with all the thoughts that are in my head? Remember, I've said this so many times before, we're all just in a movie theater by ourselves watching the same film and the person in the movie theater right beside us could be in our film, but their version of what they're watching is completely different than ours. And I'm not sure a lot of us are really own that, believe it, or even are aware of that. But it is a fundamental truth you need to accept in the fact that I believe it will help you understand better that your thoughts are just things, that you are not your thoughts, and you will learn to understand better yourself. Because being the person that you want to be is a choice. You do not have to be how you were raised Remember, a lot of us parents out there were just faking it till we made it ourselves. There's no manual that comes with with the baby. And all we've got in our ear is the prior generation telling us how it should be done like this and it shouldn't be done like that. And we either buy into it, we buck it and say, you know, quit telling me what's going on and I will look after it myself or I'll learn my own way. Or we take it all in and make our own choices. And that is very, very important. And that's something that needs to actually be repeated throughout our life. That is a a fundamental uh, lesson that we can learn and take with us wherever we go through our stages in life. Because about every decade, everything in your life is going to change. Probably how you, at least it has for me and it has for most people I talk to that are of my age now. We look back and go, oh yeah. So that's how I thought in my teenage years. And this is how I thought in my 20s. And that's what I believed in my 30s. And now I'm in my mid-50s and I just think, oh, the anxiety and the pain I could have saved myself from if I hadn't bought into a belief structure that the, a version of me was the only thing that was real. But you see how my, my verbiage, a version of me, that is the part of that sentence I want you to glom onto. That is the part of that sentence that can really truly make a 
difference in how you move forward with your choices and options. Alrighty? So I'm going to end it here. Just some thoughts for to think about today. I know the world's a crazy place, but remember, just observe and learn. Don't get caught up if you can help it with all the negativity. I have some people in my life that actually are tough. They're fighting the good fight, but at the same token, I find their energy very hard to be around because they're just always in, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Confrontation mode. And that doesn't bring peace. I wish I could change the world. I can do, no, I do what I can. I help where I can. I watch, I don't watch mainstream news. I educate myself. I try and make my own decisions and have grace for people that think differently than I do. That's really all that we can do in this world. So hang on to that and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelly at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>